This is another episode of Pastime Rants. As always, give us a follow on Facebook or Twitter at Pastime Rants. This episode, we've got NBA Finals talk. We talk a little bit about the Olympics United States basketball team. And then Wes has some stories from Olympics basketball teams and Larry Bird to wrap it up. So let's get into it. All right, let's uh, talk about NBA. Okay, we got the NBA Finals. When was the last time we talked? What was that going on? They game had, six. They, they're they, playing they, Game Six of the Hawks Bucks. Yeah, there wasn't. Uh, they were still playing to see who was going. Yeah. Well, the Suns, Fun, were, Suns were already there. The Suns were there, and uh, the Hawks had had to get it done. Yeah, but I, I I can't remember to be honest with you. But the 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 Hawks just couldn't pull it off. Yeah, Giannis' uh, hyperextended knee uh, didn't play for the rest of the series. And Trey Young tried. He cut, tried to come back. Uh, you could tell he wasn't 100%. Uh, ankle was still pretty bum. He, he what, he go like 0 for 6 from 3? Yeah, he didn't do very – he didn't do great. Yeah, I mean, he, he – He didn't light it up. Yeah, he had a couple assists, but he just wasn't healthy. Uh, and it sucks for the Hawks to – their season to end on that. Um, of course, the Bucks didn't have Giannis either, so they're kind of. Uh, oh yeah, he was zero for six from three yeah. and fourteen of seven from the field. He just couldn't get it together, which I guess when you got a soft ankle, yeah, it just there ain't a lot you can do. But it's it's disappointing. But I'm I'm sorry if I was interrupting you. I was just trying to figure out what they did, but it it gives you hope for the future. Sure, that's a young team. He's only going to get better, mm-hmm. and the rest of the team could get better better around him. I could add somebody there. Um, yeah, that was a that was an impressive run by the Hawks. Really was. I mean, getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, nobody expected them to be there. Um, so it was a good run by the Hawks, but the Bucks do win the series. So it's the Suns and Bucks in the NBA Finals, and they deserve to be. Both teams deserve to be there. Yeah. So nobody's going to get mad at either one of them. Should be a fun series. Um, game one was played last night, um, and the Suns won. What was the final score? Like one one eighteen to one hundred five. One eighteen to one hundred five. So a thirteen point uh, win for the Suns to win game one. I'm surprised Giannis played. Well, I'm not. But what what that tells me whenever I see that that means less people got beat up in Phoenix. Yeah, people are in a better mood. Yeah. Well, I, by, and by the way, I'm wearing a Suns in Four shirt. He texted me. And <laughs> I got this shirt in yesterday, and I put it on, and immediately when someone disagreed with my sports point of view, I punched them. Oh, so yes. it, it kind of changes you. I think it's the purple. Yeah, and you can use that in court. Yeah, like if I was the wearing judge, a Phoenix Sun shirt. If the judge says, "Hey, man, why did you punch Jerry, punch Jerry in the face?" Yeah. And he'd be like, well, he's talking to me about sports. And he mm-hmm. goes, well, that's not a reason. And you take your hoodie off and you got sons and four. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh. You're one of them. Oh, and then he takes his robe off and he's got sons and three. And like, How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, the uh, like I said, Giannis played. I was surprised that Giannis played. And he did decent. Giannis, hyperextended his knee. I'm surprised he didn't tear something. He got lucky. He got very lucky that there was no damage, nothing torn. But let's be fair. If that was you or me, our leg would have fell off. Oh, yeah. It helps when you're a super athlete. It does. Um, but it looked bad. Uh, he came out for game one. Here's what I, I thought they would probably save him 
till game three and see what happens. See if they can split games one and two and then give him another five days of rest. If they're down 0-2, he has to play game three. I don't think he was going to listen to anybody. Because Maybe not, he, but he wants to win. And sure. their best chance to win is him being out there. But he still got 17 rebounds. Yeah. He 20 had. points, 17 rebounds, and that's with not he 100%. He looked good. Yeah, he's still not 100%. He looked good, but he, he didn't have a brace on or anything. Here's I don't think it was as bad. Man. I think it was a scare more than it was anything. I think you're going, but you're not going to be 100% because you're going to be sore. Oh, yeah. When you have that, as much as he hyperextended that knee, I, like I said, he's lucky he didn't tear something. But the reason why I'm, and they, and they proved it. The reason why I was like, they're going to play him is because uh, the sun's going to come out guns blazing. Mm-hmm. And they did. Like it's the sun's, the Chris Paul, this is his chance. Yeah. And he's going to cut your throat to get it. He's still going to make them trash ass Allstate commercials, but <laughs> on the on the court, State Farm is it State Farm? What I say, Allstate, Allstate, oh, yeah. whatever. I'm State trying Farm. to block it out of my, my memory. <laughs> it's like a bad, it's a bad experience. Like those, oh God, I can't stress. I hate those damn things. I hate commercials. Um, but Paul took the game over. He took it over. Like he, they call him the Maestro of the mid range, and he proved it. Like twelve for nineteen from the field. And then four from seven from three point, 32 points, whatever. And then, hell, I mean, like, their super, super guy, Booker, only had 27. Yeah. And any night he can go off. Well, DeAndre Ayton has really come on, too. It looks like it. Yeah, he had uh, 22 points and 19 rebounds. There was was a stat about him. Like, he was the first player in a long time to – and I I can't even think of the name, but his shooting percentage was 80%. He was a certain amount of rebounds, a certain amount of points. And the only other people that was like Bill Russell, Kareem, Wilt, and, like, he joined that list. It was Mm -hmm. odd. It was a very odd list to be on. But uh, everybody – because they know if they lose, they can't go back to Phoenix or they'll get jumped. Yeah. The Phoenix fans have proved they're not going to play. Yeah, this is going to be a bad day if that team loses. Your insurance better be good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they do win game one. Um, Really, the Suns led the entire game. Mm -hmm. I mean, they kind of opened it up in the third quarter, like end of third. They really spread the lead out. It was like 18, I think. And then they pretty much just coasted all the way. I mean – let me see if I got the uh, – I think they got the game cast thing. Yeah. It was tied up until like midway through the third, and then they pulled away at the end of the third, and it was pretty much over. Suns are a good team, though. Being an old old school fan or whatever, it's still jarring to look at certain stats from games and look at how many three-pointers people take. Like just the Suns alone, Bridges took 13, Aiden took 10, Paul took 19. Booger took 21. It took 21 threes? It, oh, no. no. I was reading that wrong. 21 shots. Okay. He took eight. I'm an idiot. He took eight threes. <laughs> uh, Devin Booker won one of eight from th- three oh, yeah. points. I was reading the wrong one, but I was like, Jesus Christ, that's a lot of threes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, Middleton tried 12 of them. Yeah. Okay, well, okay. That's not as crazy. I, I'm, I'm a moron. I'll admit it. But – Phoenix Suns win this game by 13 points, and Devin Booker really didn't have that good of a game. He's all right. One of eight from three point. And that's that, not going to be, I mean, he's, he's not going to stay this cold. But that's what I'm saying is that he's young and probably had a little bit of nerves sure. and stuff like that. But I'm that's why I said, I was like, at any point, he can drop 45 on him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, 
in this series, I'm going to be shocked. Now, this is the one thing about this that I'm going to say game two is tomorrow, I think, Thursday. That's game two? Yeah, tomorrow. Okay. Thursday, yep. Don't be surprised if the Bucks do something different. Like, they, adapt, they adapted to They're Atlanta. Have to. Atlanta came in, beat the shit out of them first mm-hmm. game. Then they adapted to it because the thing is, their coach is great. Yeah. Their coach is good. And I think that's the reason why Atlanta lost to to the Bucks. wasn't didn't come down to players. It came down to coaching. Maybe I, th- I think it did. I mean, because they both had they're both of their superstars were hurt. Yeah, both of them weren't hundred percent. But one like when they got their ass whooped the next game, they just he well, he planned it better. And then they 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 I don't know. I'm just saying, don't be surprised if game two if it's a different game. Yeah, I I don't agree. They're gonna have to change. Um, Something obviously they're gonna have to adapt a little bit. Jay Crowder though went 0 for eight from field goal and 0 for five from three points. He had one point, played 33 minutes. 33, yeah, he played 33 minutes, had one point. Jay Crowder's pretty, usually pretty good. That's gonna. I'm surprised more people aren't talking about that one. So Jay Crowder having an off game, Devin Booker not having a crazy game. How do you do that at that level? How do you play 33 minutes and? At least he had nine rebounds. At least he had that. But no assist, one point. He had a free throw. How? I don't, <laughs> I don't get how you get to that level. and you Because you look at everybody else, everybody else contributed. Yeah. You got two guys on the bench with ten. Yeah. And you get one. One point. The lights are too bright. Or maybe you just had an off game or whatever. I always like those statistics with somebody that played like, 48 minutes and then zero, zero, yeah, zero. They did nothing. Yeah. They just um, did cardio. Yeah. So game two is on Thursday. Looks like Phoenix is already a five and a half point favorite in that game. I think they were six point favorite in the first game. Um, like you said, they're going to have, the Bucks going to have to change um, what they did in the first game to, to win game two. You go down two games to none. Going back to Milwaukee. So are you saying that Milwaukee needs to win this next game? I'm saying that, yes. If they're going to win a championship, they're going to have to win a game. Okay, so we're still going to stick by the the theory that winning is better than losing? Some would say. Well, you haven't proved it. So, no. I'm not going to go out on the streets and yell I don't think it's yelling. small, but uh, it, most people would say that winning is better than losing. Because the thing about next year is like they're not going to have any winners. It's just everybody gets a trophy. That's, that's what they're going to do next year. But I'm thinking the Bucks need to win or they're going to be in a bad position. Yeah. I'm thinking in game two, <laughs> the Bucks are going to need to score more points than the Suns. I'm thinking that too. I'm thinking that actually win the game, you're probably going to need more mm-hmm. points. Um, we're just trying to keep up with ESPN here. So if, if the Bucks want somebody to come in and give them some analysis on their analytics, um, I can help them out. They need to make more shots. Well, that's if the Paul brothers don't want to fight you two on one. You'll take the, if they don't want to do that, you'll take time out of your day and go coach the Bucks, mm-hmm. or at least help. Yeah, I think I have a strategy to win the game. What's that strategy? Score more points. It's risky. I, hey, you got to risk it to get the biscuit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. I wasn't uh, this if you put a gun to my head and said, Wes, what is gonna come out of his mouth? Then my head is ventilated. Like it's done after that. Um so yeah. Gotta risk it to get the biscuit. Sons and four. <laughs> Sons and four. Um 
hopefully, <laughs> no, you know what? I hope the Phoenix Suns do win in four. How, no, I do too. Yeah. Because how great would that be? The son, that dude never has to pay for a drink for the rest of his life. Yeah, I saw a video of him with Jamal Murray, uh-huh. who's one of the Denver Nuggets. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that would happen at the Denver Nuggets, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything. Well, were they just hanging out? So it was like a little, I think it like casino. I don't know what it was. Bar, casino. I don't know what it was. Do we know that guy's name? I, we don't the, the sons and four guy. We'll no, just call him that. I can find his name. Yeah. We're gonna all up on the air. We're just gonna we're gonna call him. <laughs> uh is it Nick McKellar? I don't know. I think this is a Sons and Four guy. It says game one after party hosted by at Sons and Four Nick McKellar. That's his name now. That's his, Sons and Four. His yeah. Twitter handle is so. Sons and Four guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's just brilliant. That's kind of just how everybody refers to him. He's a Sons and Four guy. So if they if they do this, if they sweep the Bucks, that dude, as long as he lives in Phoenix, does not have to buy a drink at a bar for the rest of his life. Yeah, there he is with Jamal Murray. He's become a celebrity off pretty of his much. Stuff. He whooped a guy's ass so bad the guy didn't want to admit he got his ass whooped. <laughs> then proclaimed it. Like, that's his fingers on your shirt. Yeah. If they pull that off, that's one of the coolest stories ever. Oh, the Sons and Four guy, Nick McKellar, says he had his first autograph signing today. <laughs> Selling signed Nash jerseys and basketballs with Sons and Four inscription. <laughs> Wait a minute. He's autographing he's stuff now? No, autographs. Yeah, he's, he's signed. signing Steve Nash jerseys. Yeah. Why not current players? <laughs> was I mean, he, why Nash? Was he wearing a Nash jersey when he beat the shit out of that he dude? He probably was. Yeah. That's probably what it was. Yeah. If it, it makes sense, that's probably what he was doing. But still, you I don't know. Me personally, I would have figured he would be like a Chris Paul or a Booker jersey. That's great. Yeah. I want to high-five that dude. It's hilarious. Because he's – I mean, you have your opportunity to make your money. But that's hilarious that people want a Sons and Four. How much did they say? How much? Or are they for charity? Uh, or is he auctioning them? Just I'm hoping it's for him. Make your money, boo boo. He's making money off these shirts. I paid him a little bit, so so those come from him. No, Barstool's making these, but they and they're giving him a yeah. cut. Okay. Yeah. So I'm hoping he's selling the jerseys himself. So I'm really hoping he is, and then making profit off of it. Who's winning his autograph, though, for real? Suns fans are very happy right now. Let's see. And he kind of represents them. He's, uh, he's selling it on eBay. Going for about 100 bucks A piece or mm-hmm. just one of them? 100 bucks a piece. Well, hell, how much is the jersey? Yeah, the jersey's about 100 bucks, isn't it? Mm, you can get... I guess you've bought them in bulk. I don't know. I just didn't think we would talk about like it. Kind of looks like a knockoff Steve Nash jersey. It might not even be like a legit. It's probably just the bottom of the barrel jersey or whatever that you buy. Anyway, like I mean, if if, if people in Phoenix probably are just really into that, it's almost like a um, like a uh, superstition. Is like if you just push this, they're gonna they're gonna keep winning. Who would have thought assault would make him a celebrity? America. <laughs> that, that's kind of the American dream, right? TMZ. <laughs> I mean, I can keep naked. I, mean, I can keep naming them, but yeah, that's our culture now. Is that 
it, the thing was, he was kind of right. Yeah. He wasn't wrong. The guy jumped him. Mm-hmm. It's not like he just jumped a guy. Yeah. God tried to sucker punch him. He not only fought back, but the, not a mark on the champ's face. Yeah. Whips this dude's ass, becomes a meme, and then starts. And like I said, if they if they do in four, he's going to be in the parade when they when they win. And the the sons are going by like the rally. The valley is like their yeah. their chant or their you know. I, I like it. It's all right. He is like leading the rally. <laughs> He is the rally. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If they if they win and they have their you know championship parade in Phoenix, he's gonna get a championship ring. Bet he might. They win the championship, he gets a ring. They win in four, he gets a ring. <laughs> I, he don't have to win in four. I, I, I'm just saying, I guarantee you, if they win in four, he gets a ring. And then next year, you're going to go to opposing teams' stadiums, and their fans are gonna beat the shit out of you, and then say. Uh, Milwaukee in four. <laughs> Grizzlies in four. You know what I would do? I'd have them on a leash. And just like, if you want talking to your trash, you just bring out the Suns in four guy and he comes out <laughs> on a leash. <laughs> but yeah, prepare to get your ass beat if you go to an opposing team stadium. You should oh, already you should already thought that, but now this if this dude's about to get signing autographs and getting trips to the game, and uh, it, I'd be shocked if they don't win the game series they don't win the championship he doesn't get a ring it's bad that they're giving him so much positivity no it's not i agree with it yeah but it's gonna encourage some yes real, somebody's gonna get shot yes sons in four <laughs> like i mean like there's gonna be murder yeah. after this because if, if people find out this dude's making a lot of money off this man it's gonna be bad i'll tell you this i, I wouldn't wear like a yankees jersey to boston I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't wear. I'll tell you something about um, this. Is we can get back to NBA, but I'm going to say this a while back, talking about uh, one one of the many times we talked about Atlanta fans being so fickle and not supporting unless they're winning. And I never told you about before we got to go to um, at the George Dome in 2017. I never told you about us waiting outside to go into WrestleMania. Did I? That's so. We're in Atlanta. We're standing in front of the Georgia Dome. Mercedes Benz isn't even a thought. Well, this was like 2011. Excuse me. This was 2011 because the Mercedes Benz wasn't even a thought yet. And I'm out there and I'm I'm going to the WrestleMania, but I got a Matt Ryan jersey on because it's the Falcons. It's their home or whatever. And I, I'm there. That is the city I'm in. And I hear a dude go, hey. And I was like, oh, hey, you. And I turn around and said, what? It's just some random guy that goes, Breeze one, Ron zero. <laughs> and then walked away and he's wearing a Saints jersey to WrestleMania in Georgia. You just got heckled in Atlanta. Yes. <laughs> Did anybody give a shit? No. No. no there's no. probably somebody agreed. I was like, I was just, I didn't say a word. Yeah. Like my, my jaw was on the ground. I was like, what the fuck? This is freaking <laughs> WrestleMania and a Saints fan made it? What the? A bunch of people who lived in Atlanta who were out there probably like looked at you and like, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, but this was, I don't know. I, was, I meant to bring that up the other day and I forgot about it, but it, that happened. Yeah. That dude went out of his way to say that. And we're not even there for that. I'm just wearing it because that's, you know, that's. It's mer- You're in Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta. I'm going to my team stadium and all that. You know, it's just a, it was a great day until that asshole. <laughs> Yeah, that's but we can get back to basketball. But I just thought about that after I left here the other day, and I was like, I got to tell he'll he'll like that. Well, I mean, that's 
That was the WrestleMania. We got to see Snooki. Oh, joy. It wasn't a horrible WrestleMania, but I was like, I got to see Snooki do backflips. Now I can die. Oh. Yeah. You just, the rest of it was fine. But I was like, well, are we really doing this? I'm my, sitting up in the nosebleed. My life is fulfilled. You, I, you got to see Snooki do backflips. I'm a deathbed. My wife, be comforted, wife. Yeah. Be comforted. I can die a happy man. I, I got to see Snooki. I saw everything I wanted to see. <laughs> uh, did you want to talk about your, your Jordan story of the week? There was two of them that was in that. And I, I sent it to you, and I'm well aware. I'm very self-aware that I bring up Jordan all the time. But this one, I was like, what the hell? So when everybody got all happy about GameStop and uh, with the Reddit, uh, I forget the guy's name already, but the the, the Reddit guy that... Yeah, Roaring Kitty. Yes, that yeah. got everybody to invest in GameStop mm-hmm. and everybody made a ton of money and GameStop went way up. Not everybody benefited from that. And one person in particular got hit by that considerably, and it wasn't all over the news. After Jordan bought the uh, the majority ownership of the Bobcats on top of getting like $100 million a year just from the Jumpman, just from the Jordan brand, he gets $100 million a year. All the stuff he owns, all of his investments, everything, it put his net worth up to $2.6 billion. He's not even 60 yet. a little bit of money. $2.6 billion, and you're not even 60, and you're an ex-professional. I mean, it's unheard of. Like he's the first guy to really, really do that on his own. And um, but now he's down to was it 1.8 or 1.9 billion. So he lost almost a billion dollars. No, 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 no. It's more than that. It's uh no, it almost cut him in half. I'm having to do the math right off the top. So of he head. had 2.6 billion, is what you're saying? He had 2.6 billion and so he 1.3 it cut him in half? Almost in half. Because his, the, I guess the people that handle his investments, they bet on the short on GameStop. And he so he's one of the people who got to the tune of 500 billion. No, no, no. 500 million. Was it 500 million? Well, it's not 500 billion. You don't have 500 billion. I mean, no, yeah, it was 500 million. Yeah, yeah 500 million. Ooh, man. Half a billion dollars gone. Yikes. Half a billion dollars, oh, half a million dollars gone essentially overnight. And nobody really talked about it. I was like, holy crap. If that's not good enough, then you find out that he is personally buying back his own rookie cards. I don't know why. I guess he wants them as an investment in himself or he Maybe. doesn't want people to have them. Well, if he buys them up, there will be less in circulation. And it'll make price go up. If he's holding most of them, it's this too. There was an old, old episode. I think I might have brought this up, but it still stands. There was an old episode of The Simpsons long, long ago where there was a certain card. And they said, well, if we buy all the cards, this card's worth like a penny. If we buy all of them, destroy all of them except for one, that one's going to be worth a lot of money. So is Jordan buying all of them and then going to like tear them up? I wouldn't think he'd destroy them. I know, but I'm just saying. But if like, he holds on to them, like I'm saying, they'll be out of circulation. Essentially, yeah, they won't be able to be bought. I've never heard of anybody doing that either. Yeah, You got enough money that you're going to buy your own. These aren't cheap. Mm-hmm. None no. of them are cheap. No, no. They're very expensive. There's a bunch of them flying around, but they're not They're not like 50 bucks here and there. I think right now they're going for like whatever it's graded at. It's like $1,000. 
until you get to like nines. Yeah. Nine so like if it's like a six, it's six thousand dollars. Seven, seven thousand dollars. Eight, eight thousand dollars. You sure it's not like eighty? No, I think it's eight. For a Jordan rookie, it's if it's a seven, you're only going to get seven grand for it. Let me see. People want the nines and tens. I know. I mean, tens are just next to impossible. That's what. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility that a ten would go for half a. Well, I mean, half a billion, maybe. May, who knows? He might get his 500, 500 million. I mean, one might go for five hundred thousand. Yeah, e- easy. I mean, some cards are going for just recent sales. Eight's going for eight thousand five hundred ninety-five, eight thousand nine hundred. Man, I figured it'd be more than that. I mean, there's got some listed for thirteen nine. It's not getting sold. Yeah. Hmm. They're going. It's basically. And it's only going to go up. Yeah, you can get a. I mean, there's a. That's a seven for six thousand, six two hundred. And it's only going to go up from there. Yeah. So, and that's PSA. I mean, let's say PSA. And you got PSA ten. It's four hundred ninety nine thousand. Well, there you go. <laughs> that's what I thought. I said it wouldn't surprise me at all if one of them went for five hundred. PSA nine is twenty five thousand. And then yes, it's. Once you get to eight, it starts. It's just basically whatever it is is a thousand. Eight and a half is a PSA eight and a half sold for fourteen five. Uh, I don't know. I just yeah. thought that was interesting because I've never heard of any professional athlete doing that. Maybe they have, and they just nobody knew about it. The whole time Gretzky's just been hoarding them this entire time. Like that Gretzky that sold for like three point five million or whatever. It's his. Maybe <laughs> it's his own card. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, if you got a PSA ten Jordan rookie, you're you're sitting pretty. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just I just want one. Would you no. sell it? Not for that, I wouldn't. What would you sell it for? What you got? You pull a PSA ten out of a, a wax ten? Yeah, you pull it. Oh, it's sold. It's done. That's I, what I said. No, I thought you said like any of those. Like no, no, seven, no, I'm saying eight. PSA 10, you pull it out of a wax pack, you get it graded, it comes back at 10. First of all, you have a heart attack. Once oh, you get out of the hospital, what do you do with it? After I leave the strip club? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. after the two nights of no sleep just below? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably drink coffee. <laughs> and then uh, we'll figure out how to sell that damn thing. Because <laughs> MJ's my guy, but 500 grand? Yeah. It's gone. It's gone. Pay my taxes first off. And then I, I don't know, man. Um, get some hair implants. Uh, <laughs> get some leg extensions. I don't know. It it changed your life. Sure. Your house is paid for yeah, at a that little point. Bit. Recent sales. That's what you can buy one for right now. Four hundred ninety nine thousand. <laughs> Let me go get my wallet. Recent sales. Somebody bought one for three seventy five. Three hundred seventy-five thousand for a ten. Mm-hmm. You know how freaking rare an eighty—it was an eighty-six player. I was going to buy one for three hundred forty-nine thousand at the first of this year. What's well, a buyer's market? Yeah, <laughs> I got one. This is the one I bought. Yeah, I bought the three hundred fifty thousand dollars one. I made a pretty good investment. I figured you would hit. I mean, yeah. I wasn't even going to ask. Yeah, I told, <laughs> well, I told you about that sports card show. I <laughs> go into it in Scottsboro. I was going, I'm going to go buy a Jordan. <laughs> yeah, you sent me that text. You said, hey, man, do you want to go to a, a, a sports card show? It's August 7th? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. And I was yeah. like, okay, maybe. And then you go, I'm, I'm going to buy a new <laughs> Not Like, I bet you are. 
<laughs> I bet you are. Yeah, I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a Jordan PSA ten. Okay. <laughs> Carrying cash. And then somebody hit me in the back of the head and it was gone. And a couple months later, Wes is like, he moved. <laughs> Dude, I've got a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. Like I got that. That one? Yeah. So it was going for. But not that much. You got PSA 10, it's going for about 300 bucks. Okay. Doesn't show raw. Yeah. PSA 8, 25 bucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean. So, so I've got that one. Oh, no, go back the other way. Nope, that's a rookie. Yep, I got that one. 28 bucks. Yeah. None of these are worth that much unless you get Unless you got a 10. You it got not, a 10, Jordan, it don't matter what it, it not, is. Dude, it's not far from a 10 because, like, like I said, all those cards – once I got them, they went in a binder and uh, no, <laughs> they went in a binder and um, they just never got touched for years. Those are the, I don't know why them two are in there because that's like early stuff. Yeah. Well, any Jordan card is worth, if you got a 10, like I said, it's worth a lot. Oh, that was a cool one. I've got a bun. Oh, well, yeah, that one. Did you ever bring that I've thing over that here? You just sent me pictures of it. Of which one? The your cards that you got. Well, I mean, like half of them are still at mom's house, and she can't need, find them. You need to get those. Yeah, I know. I got that one too. Go back to the hoops. That one. That one. That one's worth a little bit. Yeah, ten. You're three hundred something bucks. Yeah, the the Fleer one is the one that blew my mind. Uh, if it's less than the ten, it's probably not even worth like getting graded. Really. Yeah. Forty five bucks. I mean, you're gonna pay about. 20-something to get it, grade it. I've got a couple of them. They're in really good condition. Yeah, well. All right. We're going to take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Come back. All right, we're back. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Olympics and Olympic basketball. Yeah, just Olympic basketball. Um, you wanted to talk about Slovenia. Yeah, there's a little country mm -hmm. called Slovenia. <laughs> That has never been to, uh, has never played basketball in the Olympics, mm -hmm. like ever. The reason why is like that country has like two million people. That's it, like two million people, give or take. That is the population of Slovenia. Yeah. When you look at the top uh, basketball countries, I'm just going to read these off, and you take a wild guess in your head what their population is. The USA. Uh, Okay, of course. Of course, this is going to... Okay, USA, of course, they're number one. Spain, Australia, Argentina, Siberia, Greece, France, Lithuania. Lithuania, honestly, should be higher than that. Um, Russia, Italy, Brazil, uh, Czech Republic, and Poland, and just you keep going down from there. They got a lot more than two million people in those countries, right? Sure. Well, there's a reason why Slovenia is going to get to go to the Olympics. And it's because they got one guy. Yep. That's not normal. That because he didn't, since he got eliminated from the playoffs, he's going to go play Olympic basketball and single handedly drug his team to qualify to play in the, in the Olympics. Luka Doncic is not human. Yeah, there's nobody else on that team, right? No, I think <laughs> I might be on it. I, I, I'm not for sure. Yeah. But that dude, he just pulls triple double and like everybody's thrilled to death. It's like they've never been to the Olympics. In basketball, they never have. They're going because of one guy. Now, I told you to pull up the men's Olympic team Yeah. because I don't know exactly who's on it. Let's see. This is 
I think this is it. Okay. Here's the full 12 player roster for basketball. It's going to be Bradley Bill, Zach Levine, Damian Lillard, Kevin Durant, Chris Middleton, Jeremy Grant, Jason Tatum, Kevin Love, Drew Holiday, Bam Adebayo, Draymond Green, and Devin Booker. Really? That's it? Mm-hmm. So, like, the most of the superstars aren't even going to do it. Like, you got Dame and you have um, KD. Yeah, that was uh, – this article's from yesterday. So, yeah. Okay. So, like, the professional players are pretty much taking a back seat to represent in, in actual Olympics. It's kind of lost its luster, I guess, so to speak. Um, yeah, because you still got Dame, KD, Devin Booker. Tatum. I mean, that's – You've got they're they're probably going to win. Yeah, is what I'm going to say. <laughs> is the 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 Luca probably ain't going to walk walk away with a medal, but the fact that he willed a team that has no business being in the Olympics into the Olympics, mm-hmm. that's kind of crazy. I thought it at least needed to be brought up and talked about. Here are this is us playing. The United States are in Group A alongside France, Iran, and Czech Republic. Rand's going to get their ass whooped. <laughs> this ain't wrestling. This is basketball. I think Czech Republic uh, says made history by qualifying for its first ever Olympics as well. Really? It says the French will be a tough team. French ain't never a tough team. No. Led by Utah's Rudy Gobert and Evan Fournier. Okay, maybe. It's just really hard to beat. Even with that team not being as stacked as it could be, the, the men's uh, U.S. team is just – Damn near unbeatable because, like, if you do beat them in four years, they're everybody's gonna play then, yeah, because that's what happened. Like, they they got a bronze one year, I forget what year it was, they got a bronze, they lost, and uh, the next team was called the Redeem Team. It was like LeBron and Kobe, and it was just over, it was mellow, and just it you were dead, they just didn't even let them play a game, they it was just like, handed them medals. It was like you took your your son on his first like camping trip as a boy scout and they have to compete against the predator. It's, it's like you're, you have no chance. Well, it's like having like franchise mode and just turning the salary cap off and just, there you go. Sandbox is yeah. a sandbox. There's no restrictions. So like, even if they, if, if, if that's the best thing that you can ever do, if you're from another country that plays basketball is don't beat them. Cause if you beat them, you, you got your medal this time. And in four years, they're going to find your family. <laughs> well, I heard that uh, Ben Simmons turned down playing for Australia. And I, I talked to Australia and their coaches, and they said that they actually didn't want him. When did you talk to him? The other day. It was July 4th. They don't care about 4th of July. It was kind of inconsiderate. I still took the call. Yeah, I don't expect anything else from somebody from Australia. Yeah. But it, they they asked him, we, we, we're good. They said, yeah, we are all right. You can save your five points. <laughs> I'm never going to get over that. <laughs> Which somebody posted this, and I was like, man, you might be right. If they traded him right now to the Golden State Warriors. I said this, did I not? I feel like we talked about did this. Did we talk about that? Dude, I can barely remember. You brought up the McGregor fight, and there was a conversation that we had that I don't remember. <laughs> um, I think we talked about this. I talked about where Ben Simmons could go. Yeah, and then. It would make sense if he goes to Golden State. Who would make? He don't even have to score. Yeah, him and Draymond don't have to do anything. He would just throw the ball to 
Clay and Steph, they would shoot, and he'd play defense. Just do everything else. Yeah. Yeah, and just – yeah. Until they start fouling him for no reason and send him to the free throw line. That's the only – and, hell, who knows? Maybe Curry can teach him how to shoot. Maybe. Who knows? But I can't think of many places he could go like that who would actually want him. Yeah. Um. Man, I'm getting a phone call. I have to do that. Okay. I get distracted very easily. Like, you pull out keys and start jangling them, I'll leave the room. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I just – it don't take much to distract me. Um, I don't want to go down to Ben Simmons thing again, but it's it's because it's just going to be me repeating myself and just shaking my head going, I don't know. Yeah. I don't get it. I'll be honest with you, I didn't know he was from Australia. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That guy's from Australia? Yeah. They don't learn to shoot down there? Uh, apparently not. <laughs> well, I don't know. The curvature of the earth is different down there, so the ball doesn't. So, like, if you play him in Australia, he's the curry of Australia. Let's see. Gravity's a little different there. Yeah. Australian professional basketball player. Yep. From Melbourne. Melbourne. That shows how much I keep up with shit. Because, I mean, to be fair, I didn't really start keeping up with this stuff again, really, until, like, basically, it's been about two years. So I'm still learning. I was out of it for so damn long, and I'm, I'm still learning. But, yeah, they, his shooting is trash. Yeah. So he ain't, he's not even playing for Australia for the Olympics. No. He he turned them – he's not going to play for Australia. I um, I don't know if Australia turned him down. I mean, well, you said that that's what they told you. I mean, that's what they told me, but you know, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, he said, she said thing, you know, so you never really know what's going on. That's what they told me. You learn something every day. Yeah. Honestly, I haven't talked to Ben Simmons yet. He don't want to come on the podcast because we, he kind of heard, you know, we were talking trash about him and everything. He does, he's a little, a little upset by it. You can get over it. But I'll full honesty, if you would have said Ben Simmons was from like Dakistan, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's from Australia. Okay. Um, but yeah, didn't play for the. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in the men's USA team. I mean, because K- that, that should be a big deal. Like, if you, if you hadn't got your gold medal yet, who do you want to be on? I would go down the top NBA, the top NBA guys and be like, which of you have never got a gold medal? Why aren't you on this team? That's what I would do. Is like, don't you want that, you know, to put it on a shelf somewhere and to have the experience of beating the holy shit out of other countries as God intended it? Uh, it so when it comes to Olympic basketball, it really is like when we play somebody like Iran, like I, I don't know why they show up. It, it would be like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, if you actually had Jake Paul fight a real boxer, let me tell you. Okay, when my senior year of high school, we made state playoffs in basketball, and we went to go play a team. Y'all made state, yeah, in basketball. I mean, not the state championship game, but like playoffs. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's still for that school. That's yeah. a big deal. <laughs> so they came out, um, and we're all excited, you know. Um, and they come out, they. First of all, when they walked, the other team walked on the court, we were like, uh-oh. <laughs> this isn't going to be good. Who was it? I don't Do you remember. remember. Okay. No. Um, you weren't playing, were you? No. But you were there. No, I'm terrible at basketball. Uh, yeah, I'm there. Uh, and they had some dudes like – we had one guy who was like 6'6". Six, six. That's about it. That's, about, that's the biggest man that ever went to Southside. Maybe. That's the biggest man ever. 
Maybe. I'm shocked that they actually had a six foot six guy. There. Yeah. So the team we played had like a couple people who were like six foot eight. Like they were tall. <laughs> when you get in teams like that, they're 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 recruiting at that. Here's point. what happened. They they won the tip off. They immediately ran down the court and threw like a half court alley oop and they slam dunked it. And we said we can all go home now. <laughs> that's the it first was, play. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's bad. Yeah, that's a bad. You they did be, that a couple times. That's gonna be a bad day. <laughs> um, because I mean, honestly, and that's pretty much what I'm saying. That's what the United States men's team does to Iran. Honestly, whatever they want, it turns into like a dunk competition. Oh, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's stupid at that point. Yeah. But the thing is, is still, I mean, like if you're that dominant, show you're that dominant. If you're supposed to be the best in the world, show it. Like. I don't get like the I, I because hell even the best of the best were like man that I don't want to lose my summer or whatever but if if it was me I would want that gold medal. So who are the best guys in the NBA that's not playing for team? USA? I don't know who hasn't had it. Like has Curry had a gold medal? Uh, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Is I mean like why is Steph Curry playing for the USA team? Let's see if he has a gold medal. It should be the best that we have representing this. I don't care what the the talent gap is. It should be the best people on our team. Yeah, he has. Uh, no, this is not the Olympics. Okay, then this is a FIBA World Cup. That don't matter. They won the gold. That don't count. Um, you know, like no Olympics though. Let's see. Uh, we'll just go down a list of the top players in the in the league. What do you want, like James Harden? Yeah, like James Harden's not playing. Which I mean, I guess he's hurt. Kyrie hurt. James has a Olympic gold medal from 2012. Okay. I'm just saying, it's like you, if you're the best in the world, you should be playing in the Olympics. That's all I'm saying. If you're hurt or your team's in the playoffs, I get it. I understand. But KD's playing. They, um, Kyrie has one from 2016. I don't know. This is going to be a hard thing to go through. Okay. So we don't have to. But up. I'm just saying, to me, honestly, by this point, I don't even care. I'm like, you should represent your country. But with what they got, they're probably going to win anyway. Yeah. What? Well, uh, where's? Who does Embiid play for? Joel Embiid. Yeah. Ah. Cameroon. Oh, is he playing? Oh, I don't know. Uh, that, no way. That team's getting in. <laughs> Let's see. I mean, Sylvania barely got in. That doesn't look like he's playing in the Olympics. But if I was him. I'd want to. That's just me. That's just me personally. Like, if I was given the gift of that kind of talent. I would want to go to the biggest stage on the planet and beat this mercilessly, mercifully just show nothing, no quarter whatsoever to my opponents. And then, like I said, go after their families when I'm done with them. <laughs> well, like Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler have a gold medal. I doubt it. Yeah, I don't know. There's just certain players. I'm just saying, that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion for what it's worth, but I think you should play. I think you should. I think you should, even if, you, if you're if like, man, I don't want to, you should bite the bullet because you can't tell me it's a bad experience. I don't know. This time might be bad when they have all the COVID restrictions and all that crap. You can't have fun, but I'm talking about normal, normal conditions, Olympic conditions. It, to me, it would be a cool experience, but that's just me. Yeah. Oh, well, somebody made a video the other day, to, speaking of that, that I can't name all of them to you, but 
I can, I can give you a, a good list is that somebody said, what if, what would be the best men's Olympic basketball team of all time if every year they got to have professional players? And so this dude, like, he kind of just like from this year to this year, let's be, you know, which ones would it be? And the number two was the 92 team is what he came up with. Uh, because you got to think about it, like Bird and Magic aren't in their prime anymore, but Bird was still deadly about uh, a story that somebody told the other day. But number one, was if they could have had professional players in 88 because you would have had Jordan, Barkley, like Bird, Magic, Moses Malone, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, it's just like they were naming this team like Isaiah Thomas. This They were naming who could be on this team. And it's, it's ooh, ooh, buddy, <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, well, I mean. And that was 88 was, his, was Jordan's best year. So you have like the most lethal assassin in their prime on top of all those other guys. It would have been a bloodbath. Yeah, they're just winning games like 140 to like 25. Yeah, I, I can tell this story. The reason why I said that even in 92, Bird was still deadly, even with a bad back. Do you, you saw the Mashburn story. Jamal Mashburn came out and told a story. He was on a he was on a, a radio show. And he goes, uh, he was part of the eight college players that they put against the dream team. Okay, we all know that story now. It's like they they buzzed like Bobby Hurley, Chris Weber, Mont Mashburn, and like five other guys I can't name. And they brought them in solely to scrimmage against the dream team so Chuck Daly could throw the game and let them know you guys can be beat just so he could so they'd listen to him is all it was. And uh, but he's telling the story, he goes, We didn't know. They just shipped us down there and we're in the hotel, we're walking around, we're practicing, we go back to the hotel and we don't know what's going on. And we're walking through, and he said, me and these other two guys are walking through, and we're like, see this tall dude over there, and we're like, man, I think that's Larry Bird. And they said, he's big as, he's big as hell. They said, he's every bit of 6'10". Like, he's listed 6'9". They said, he's 6'10". They walk by him and say, hey, man, how you doing? He goes, get a lot of rest. It's your ass tomorrow. Mm. And then walked away. And then yeah. we're sitting there going, what? What did he just say? Because they didn't know. Yeah. Sure enough, they're, they he said, we go to practice. We're doing – um." you know, that weave drill for like an hour. And we're like, what's going on? They said, all right, everybody in the bus. He put us in the bus, take us down there, and then we're going to scrimmage against the dream team out of nowhere. And he goes, and we have a, we have a, have the game, whatever. And they call it and they said, okay. And we're like, is it halftime? Because we had them by like 15, something like that. And they said, no. And then they cleared the scoreboard and the press comes in and everybody keeps their mouth shut or whatever. He goes, but we're going to play them again. I think he said the next day. And uh, he goes, one of the guys yells over Bird, said, you ain't hit a jumper since 84. <laughs> and he said, Bird was talking to Magic. Magic heard it and looked at him. And they didn't say nothing. They come in and play the next day. And he goes, he says, I swear to God, Magic fed him the ball eight or nine times in a row. And then he proceeded to tell that guy not only that he was going to get the ball, but where he was going to get it, how he was going to get it. And the dude quoted, he goes, one dribble left off the glass. And we'll go over here to the right, shoot right over your head, nothing but net. And then after the eighth or ninth shot of this, in a row, he turns to that kid, yells at him, and he goes, man, it looks a lot like 84, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> and then left the court and laid down because he couldn't sit in the table uh, in a chair because his back hurt so bad. So he laid down on his stomach and then watched the rest of the game. He was in there solely 
to crush that kid. Yeah. You got to love an elite trash talker. He's the best. Yeah. He's the greatest trash talker who's ever lived. Like, I'll put him above McGregor and everybody because he just didn't do it on Mike. Mm-hmm. He would tell the best players in the world what he was going to do, where he was going to do it, and then he would do it in your face. Goes into the All-Star game for the three-point shootout. Walks in the locker room with the most elite shooters on the planet. Goes, who's, get, who's here to get second? Yeah. <laughs> it's just That's just that guy. But, yeah, he told that story a couple weeks ago. That's like, that's he's the greatest trash talker of all time. I don't know who's better than him because he never got loud. He never yelled at you. He would just be under his voice in that weird southern accent. Or not southern accent, but that weird accent, mm-hmm. the Indiana accent, and just rip, uh, just eviscerate you verbally and then do it. Yeah, he would say it to you. That's yeah. the thing. It wasn't like a lot of media stuff. Nope. Nope. And like another one that I liked was they 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 call a timeout right when he shoots the game winning three. And he's like, man, I just want to go home because I think he needed two to tie, but he just wanted to go home. So he shoots a three, hits it, and they called the timeout. So they waved it off. And he's sitting there going, God dang it. He goes, I'm going to do it again. Turns to the turns to the bench and the coaches, watch right here. Sure enough, they inbound. He gets you right there, turns around, shoots in the same spot. And then, like, it depends on the clip you find. Some clips cut away, but if you find a clip where it does not cut away, he hits the shot, turns to the opposing coach. You could see him point at him and go, told you so. <laughs> and then he ran back to the locker room. There's a certain matter, matter of respect that I've got for somebody that's like, not only do it once, but do it twice in the same game. Say, we need two to tie, three to win. Let's roll the dice and see what happens. And then do it again, telling the entire bench where you're going to do it and then do it twice in their face. Everybody else would go to Twitter. Everybody else would go to Instagram. Everybody else would be on ESPN. Any mic was in their face, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And Bird's like, eh. And then, like, if you had him mic'd, I wish that dude would have been mic'd. I was about to say, what if, what if he was always mic'd? Oh my! Like he'd been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would have been canceled. There's but hours upon hours of just him mocked up, him just talking shit. Yeah, like telling his kids, like you call that a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, <laughs> <laughs> and then slaps. You hear him slap it out of his child's like, Get that shit out of here! Uh, but it, it, yes, yeah, out of the blue story. But we're talking about the men's Olympic team, so I thought it fit. And I was like. Th- these stories just keep trickling out, keep trickling out, and they're all great. And I, and I believe, I believe it happened. That's the thing is because even he's sitting there going, it was eight or nine in a row. He goes, I don't remember, but he lit this kid up and did it on purpose. It sucks to be that kid. He should have kept his mouth shut. <laughs> you don't tell that guy. I don't care how old. It's like Brady. You don't talk shit to Brady till he's in the ground. Yeah. Well, I was telling you about the the match from yesterday. And it was pretty good trash talk there, too. When Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Shambo and Aaron Rodgers and they were talking trash to each other and everything, making jokes and everything. It's pretty good. Yeah. You Phil Mickelson's a pretty good trash talker, too, for being a golfer. And I'm going, just do why, – why don't you just do golf that way? Do you remember anything that Mickelson said? He was making fun of uh, Bryson DeChambeau, who's much younger. Uh, he's kind of like uh, – the up and coming guy, but this dude is like known for. They say he does like calculations in his head and analytics and physics and all this kind of stuff. The dude can drive the ball like 500 yards, Damn. Which, which is a lot. <laughs> That's like 
20 yard shot of what I can do. He hit like a drive the other day for like 480 or something. I mean, Duke can crush a ball. The thing about it is, it's almost, I keep saying it, it's like, uh, you ever played like Wii Golf? Yes. Okay. When you hit it too hard, it makes the little woo 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 and it makes the wobble yeah. at the top, and then it, the ball will go somewhere crazy. Mm. It's almost what he does. He hits the ball so damn hard that there's no telling where it goes, and it's, it'll go off like into the woods or whatever. It's like some Happy Gilmore shit. And they were playing this like long drive competition, and Phil Mickelson gets up there, hits it. It's on the green. It's a pretty good drive or whatever. The whole thing was like you had to have the uh, the long drive had to stay on the green, and then Bryson Shambo gets up there and just hits a nuke. I mean, an absolute bomb. But it went off into like the mountains, like, and it went further. But in Phil Mickelson said something. I was like, man, that was that was a bomb. He's like, it was off the off the cart or the cart trail and into the woods. But man, you hit it far. <laughs> so he kept saying stuff like that and. Uh, Brady was going back and forth with like Aaron Rodgers about the whole Aaron Rodgers hasn't shown up for Green Bay Packers camp or anything. Nobody knows who's going to play for the Packers. And he's talking um, – Gronk called in. I don't know if he was talking to Gronk or he's talking to somebody. Brady was like, yeah, I'm just out here, you know, scouting the competition. And Aaron Rodgers is here. He's 30 yards away from me and everything. Yeah, He's the leader of the Packers, I think. <laughs> And stuff like that. And Aaron Rodgers just <laughs> dies laughing. Like they kept going back and forth and stuff like that. Charles Barkley was doing commentary and everything. Um, he was saying the the best one was he's talking about Tom Brady. He said, oh, Tom Brady's a pretty man. He goes, I, I made the mistake of looking in his eyes a little too long once. <laughs> <laughs> he said something else too about um there was a bear on the on the green, like right off the green, and they were they were making some kind of reference. Oh, Bears and Aaron Rodgers here, the Packers and the Lions, and making an NFL reference about the bear being there. And Charles Barkley just out of nowhere, he's like, "Yeah, there was a couple Cougars in the in the lobby of the hotel last night." <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that that the match is worth watching just because you see these guys just like having fun. It's just like Tom Brady. Um, Aaron Rodgers way past the point of caring at this point. Oh, yeah. He didn't care. Yeah, they kept asking, like, Charles Barkley was like, man, you going to show up for the Packers? And Aaron was like, I don't know, man. I don't know, Chuck. I'll, I'll, you'll you'll be the first one to know. I'll tell you he first. He might. Yeah, he might. He might. <laughs> this is a dude that they caught in the back in the back of somebody's truck with a case of beer. He <laughs> might call Charles and say, hey, man. Charles is hilarious, and I've been hearing that, like, first of all, the TNT and their – NBA tonight or whatever is like the only pregame show worth watching. Oh yeah, only oh, one worth watching. Oh, it's yeah. It's, they let Shaq and Charles and Kenny and they they let them be themselves and let them say whatever. Every other like pregame show is just a bunch of dudes, it's, former players, and they're like, yeah, I think if they the if if the Rams score more points than the Chargers, they're going to win the game. There's no <laughs> there's no insightful commentary. It's just no shit. It's funny. It's a no. I'm it's talking hilarious. about I'm talking about everybody else. Yeah. It's a bunch of no shit. That's yeah. exactly. Oh yeah. That's exactly what. And then you got Shaq over here talking about Ben Simmons going. I whooped his ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got what do you mean? Figure it out in Game yeah. Seven. You figure it out at the second game. Yeah. The NFL commentators are sitting there going, "I think it's going to come down to the red zone. If they if they capitalize on the red zone, they score touchdowns and no kick field goals. Yes, that is better. If you score touchdowns instead of kicking field goals." 
That is better. It's, yeah. it's the John yeah, Madden I, way of looking at I, things. I think if they play good defense, they don't have a good chance of winning the game. Yes. It's like the, the Frank Caliendo <laughs> bit is like if you uh, if you take – I'm not even going to try to do the voice of John Madden, but he goes, if you take off – if you remove Brett Favre's arms and legs, it's still the best torso in football. It's <laughs> 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 an old Caliendo joke, but he's right. Yeah. But then you get those guys and – Man, how many times has Shaq reminded uh, Charles how many rings he's got? Oh, all the time. How many times this? How many times that? It's just, it's great. It's, yeah. it's really good. The other day, uh, Charles was talking about, like, defense. And Shaq was like, what do you know about defense? Like, you don't know anything about defense. You didn't play defense. Hey, I don't think that's fair to Charles. <laughs> I don't think that's fair to anybody that could rebound like that guy could at 6'5". But yeah. it's they go back and forth with each yeah, other, and it's it's really good. Um, but you're right; there's no other show to watch for a pregame, no postgame, or anything. Because most of them, I don't give, I don't care. I really don't care. I'll listen to what Stephen A. has to say, but the most of them, I'm sitting there going, "You're just reading off a teleprompter, man." Mm-hmm. This this it's in what you're this isn't what you believe. And a lot of the pro athletes, they're not saying what they want to say. Yeah. Shaq and Charles way past point giving them damn. Well, that's the thing though. Uh, TNT the other day, I think, like wants Charles to like not say certain things or whatever. Okay. And I tell you what, he's well, he came out and said he was like, I, I plan on retiring at 60. Like he's 58, I think. Like, so he's not gonna probably do that too much longer. But he was basically saying, like, if they start censoring me, I'll just I'll quit. Yeah, that's the guy you won't ever see in NBA 2K. Because he said he, – he's not worried about him being paid, but he's like, you're not going to pay me for my likeness. But he, he said all these older stars, he goes, if, when you start paying them for their likeness, he goes, you can have me. And they won't do it. Charles, Charles is one of these guys that if he says he's going to do something, he'll do it. Yeah. And what's the point in censoring – it'd be like back, way back in the 80s when Sam Kennison first popped out and somebody came up to him and said, hey, man, hey, half your set, you can't talk about that. And if he came out there and did what they told him to do, it wouldn't be Sam Kennison, wouldn't it? No. You censored Charles Barkley. You don't censor Charles Barkley. You just let uh, him go. You've got one of the best pregame shows there is. And if you start telling them what they can and can't say, that's gone. Yeah, and then people, can quit. people aren't going to tune in. People are barely watching the NBA as it is. Yeah. So quit messing with it. I mean, I'm serious. Like, hardly anybody's watching the NBA mm-hmm. at all. And – the one highlight people have, you're trying to mess that up to. I could see Charles Barkley going to like Barstool Sports. I'd say him running for governor. Oh, you let him. Oh, Bar- yeah. This, you know what I'd love to say at closing on this store on on the, on, the, on this show is um, I want Charles Barkley to work for Barstool, but he's like a beat reporter. Like they give him like a little mic, and he's like out there with the mic interviewing people like for stuff that has nothing to do with sports. Like stuff that has nothing to do with him whatsoever, but you send him as your reporter. Uh, Charles Barkley is one of the coolest dudes. Like, there's, I, there's so many stories of like people bumping into him in like hotel lobbies and stuff, and him just being the coolest dude in the world. Yes, just completely down to earth. Will sit there and talk to you like you're a normal person. He made like he made friends with some dude in like a lobby one time. There's a story about this, and uh, the guy like. I want to say the guy he he met this guy and the guy's dad died or something. He showed up to the dude's like funeral, my man, and like a dude that he met in a hotel lobby. Like he's just a cool dude. I want to meet him one day. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, But time's running out. Uh, That'll do it for us. The show wasn't that terrible. It wasn't terrible. It was all right, I guess. Bye. Nobody's gonna listen to it.
Yeah. Y'all are terrible. Yeah. You fans are terrible. You like Atlanta fans. I swear. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. If you did. <laughs>